podcast, you need to hear these tips. I am 5-0-3-W, and I'm just going to say welcome to the weekend, guys. Welcome to the weekend. It's been a rough week. In 10 minutes, I've had the opportunity to share with you. So, if this is your first time visiting us, this is, again, the International Podcast. You need to hear these tips here in 28 countries currently, and this is a safe space for each of you to either listen to some of the knowledge that I'm trying to spit based on experience, life experiences that I've had. Not all of them have been great, but with every single one of them come um, life lessons uh, and death practices. And therefore, we created this safe space for you to join us in this arena while each and every one of us are on the road to living uh, a more authentic life. And with that authenticity comes uh, us knowing who we truly are express ourselves to the world without hesitation, without embarrassment, um, without delay, okay? So, what we're going to do today is we're going to do um, a series that I'm calling Taste the Colors of the Rainbow. Yeah, that's right. I know it's a little quirky, but so am I. And really, um, what I want to focus on, you guys, are the colors of the rainbow. So often... If not all of us, many of us have heard the phrase red flashing in relationships. Well, I want to talk about the colors of the rainbow in relationships. And just to clarify, relationships not just limited to intimate partners, but, but inclusive of our friends, relationships we have with our family, our coworkers, our employer our medical provider, etc., and so on. We cannot hold on to any toxicity while we're trying to live healthy, whole, emotionally intelligent lives. So, it's difficult to know where the toxicity is coming from. Sometimes it's coming from us, right? So, I want you to hang tight. Um, because we're going to delve deep into, first of all, the one that we're most familiar with, and that's the red flag. But before we get into the red flags, what I would like for you to do is do me a favor. I didn't ask you guys so much, but do me a favor. Um, check out our website, noregulargirl.org. That's N-O-R-E-G-U-L-A-R-G-I-R-L.org. Or for booking information important dates and upcoming events. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Spotify for Podcasters. And if you have ever thought about doing a podcast, it's super easy. It's a reliable, um, user-friendly format. And congratulations, Spotify for Podcasts obviously is owned by Spotify, which means some of your listeners are going to be able to reach you any and everywhere globally. Um, now, I talked about this that but that's just one color of all the relationship indicators that I want us to be cognizant of while we go through this series, okay? So, it's going to be seven different series. What I'm going to ask you to do now, and I'll give you a minute, is to grab a notebook, grab some paper, because I have questions. And you're going to want to jot some of this stuff down. So, I'll give you a few seconds to grab a pen and paper, and then we will get started.
Okay. Here's my question. Did you have a dollar for every red flag in your past or current relationship prior to you getting into them? How much moolah would you have? Would you be rich? Or would you be poor? What if I told you that in addition to the relationship red flag, that we should avoid or navigate to kind of um, get around those obstacles and sometimes they're always going to be there but we don't have to see them as stopping blocks we can see them as barriers that we're going to maneuver and navigate our way around or through them because it is possible so as we discuss the colors know that when I say relationships again I'm, I'm talking about friends any acquaintances family members, uh, your church folks, uh, your religion, people at your job, etc. Okay, I don't want you to think about this even with a, you know, a, an intimate partner, alright? Um, now, if you know anything about the rainbow, it's, depending on how large it is, you can see five to seven different shades, alright? The, the colors of the rainbow is red, orange, uh, the yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. So, we're going to talk about red in this particular episode, and then so on and so forth for the episodes after this, because I don't want to make it too terribly long. I'm going to give you some homework that's going to be assigned, alright? So, rainbows are really, really reminders, you guys, uh, that whenever there's darkness, about you, they're only doing what you're asking them to do. 
I know that post pandemic, um, it's a lot easier really to find professional um, uh, professional clinicians, psychologists, psychiatrists because you can do better help that assistance and it's called PAP or employee assistance program so if you're feeling like you need some professional help outside of listening to self-help podcasts or in combination of I'm listening to self-help podcasts I really recommend you dig deep into your benefits at work or um, for you to find someone professionally independently all right let me make sure I see that out there because uh, often we'll get questions about what is your background, yada yada, and we've said this many times, but I don't want to create any misconceptions or misperceptions that, um, that I'm licensed uh, in psychology or, or psychotherapy at all, right? However, I did earn my psychology and my, my um, psychology and leadership certification, so maybe, so let's talk about that, alright guys? Red flag that we see, or let me back up, that we exude, so that either we exude or we see, are signs of manipulation and unhealthy behavior. So, of the rainbow, red is the most difficult and dangerous shade because all of the warning signs are literally right up in your face. Um, but they don't always show up the same way, you know. Um, depending on where you are in your growth, where you are in your emotional intelligence or self-identity, they may show up differently for you than they would someone who is at a different level of finding that that alignment with peace and self-love. I want to make sure I say that because people say, oh, well, this isn't a red flag because it didn't show up this way for me. Let's just dispel that myth right here. Red flags don't show up the same way for every relationship. Alright? It depends on who we are and where we are uh, in life and on our journey. So, if you're dealing with someone who gives off red flags, um, it's important that you learn to back away from every relationship. Because it's dangerous. So remember, or no, when a woman breaks up with a man, freeware, that's one of the most dangerous times in the relationship. Ending the relationship is the most dangerous time for primarily women, but definitely for men too, depending on who they're dealing with. So what are some of the signs you should be looking out for for people who have red flags? Some of their behaviors or the signs are going to include um, physical, sexual abuse. It can also include um, financial and psychological aggression or abuse. Um, these folks are very quick to anger. You can feel like you're starting off with a, a nice, calm conversation. And before you can finish your sentence, this person has gone zero to ten, 
in two seconds. So keep that in mind. They can be physically and sexually abusive. They can be financially, psychologically aggressive and or abusive. They get angry really mad. Doesn't take a lot. And also they're ill-equipped to communicate effectively for complex resolution. So they may become physical. They may be very manipulative and use psychological aggression. Like who you think you are. You're not attractive. No one's gonna want to be with you. I'm the best thing you've ever had. Having sex with you is disgusting. You don't even turn me on like that. No wonder I see other people. You're broke. You're always gonna be broke. You're never gonna have anything. You're never gonna be anything. Who were you before I came? The only reason why you've been able to do X, Y, and Z is because of me. I'm the one who's been taking care of you. And all I hear is, blah, 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 blah. You need to hear this thing. That's who you're looking out for. If you get in a relationship with these folks that have these red flags, you need to run for your life. I'm saying that very dramatically, but I mean it. I don't necessarily mean it physically, but I mean run. Because again, these people are abusive. They are manipulative. They may love bomb you. They may gaslight you. They are never going to be able to resolve anything with you because they have difficulty communicating effectively and they fail to understand or even be able to participate in true conflict resolution. Now, I'm not going out on the limb when I say these folks perhaps have narcissistic tendencies, which means they are never wrong. You're never going to be able to have a logical conversation with them. They will continue to put you down. So forget about it. It will never work. Because you will never be right. Therefore you will never be whole. Run for your life sis. They are not the one for you. And allowing yourself to be suckered up. Into um, another cycle. Of psychological. Warfare. Only prolongs the inevitable. let that marinate a little bit. Allowing yourself to be suckered back in with someone who exhibits red flags. Again, those red flags can include some of these behaviors. Physical abuse. Sexual abuse. Financial aggression. Psychological aggression, abuse, manipulation. They will attack your self-esteem. They will incarcerate your emotions. 
your emotions are meaningless to them. They will always come on top of an argument because they don't lose because they're the only ones that matter. And when you're dealing with someone like this, they are flaming with red flags. Now I'm going to flip it around a little bit. You might be the one with the red flag. I could be talking directly to you, sis. So hear me. You could be the perpetrator in this scenario. But if you are not, know what you're dealing with. Know what to look out for when someone has these red flags. So what, Thomas? So, so what do you do now? So, I've got some suggestions on what you should do. If you find yourself in a situation with someone who has these claim red flags, and you know, damn, I gotta get out of this situation. And, 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 and let me just back up. I might not be telling you anything new, okay? You could have heard this a million times from your friends, your family, people who truly care about you. You may have told yourself this every time you look in the mirror. I don't know. But sometimes it takes the voice of a stranger for it to resonate. I've been here. Okay? So I know what this looks like. I know what it feels like in general. I can't say what it's going to look and feel like specifically for you. What I can say is the ingredients are the same. How they show up might be different. But the ingredients are the same. There might be two cups of psychological warfare and only a half a cup of physical abuse. I don't know. What I do know are this is what the red flags indicate. Okay? So what I'm going to recommend for you is to create a plan. Create a breakup or a separation plan. And I know that if there are family members, especially children involved, it, it's not a simple thing to consider or a simple thing to accomplish effectively but I, I will say that you need a plan um, that plan shouldn't be any kind of rush to judgment like in the heat of a moment and you pack up all your shit and you leave that that helps for very few and that is because you're, you're leaving off of heightened emotion you're not leaving off of logic um, or, or long term plan and when you leave just irrationally like that what happens is it's easier for you to go back. It's easier for you to say, "Oh shit, I left some of my things back there. Got the kids' clothes there. I, I don't. I can have Plan B. Like, I don't even know. I can't stay at this hotel. I can't stay at my sister's house for this long. I've got to go back. And what do you do? You go back. So when you leave or escape without a plan doesn't always last long because you're not thinking rationally you're thinking irrationally so create plans a separation plan for yourself communicate your plan to someone you trust have a backup plan for your plan okay because if this person knows that every time something happens you show up at Susie's house, um, Susie's not your plan A, okay? Susie 
might be your plan B or your plan C. But don't create a plan where they're going to know the details of the plan. But certainly communicate with someone that you trust. Communicate less with the soon to be ex. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back because you need to hear this. Communicate less with the soon to be ex. What you got to talk about? The kids? Were you talking about the kids when you were together? What you got to talk about? Give me back to your stuff? Can you live without your stuff and still live? Peacefully? Communicate less with your soon-to-be-ex. Alright? Continuing conversations with the soon-to-be-ex will muddy the water. It'll make them so mucky and dirty and make it cause you to revert back to that old behavior. That old same thing. That's no good. No good for you. So stand firm on your decision. Because if you don't, you will return. And it will be worse the next time. You try to plan to leave. And you know why? Because now they know that that's where you're headed. They know now there's a higher risk, a higher probability of the relationship ending because you've already shown them that that's your next move. And when they thought they had it in the bag with you feeling so intimidated and psychologically and emotionally incarcerated, you wasn't going nowhere. But now that you've made an attempt, or two? Ah, hell. You've kind of given them some of your intel. They know now what your patterns are that you created based on the one or two times you've tried to leave and then come back. They know what they said that there was effective enough for you to come back. So stand firm. Right? It's a lot to unpack in a very short episode. Um... And I apologize for that, that, that I do these intentionally because I don't want to make them too terribly long. Um, I've received feedback when you listen or listening on the way to work, on the way home, uh, in between the things you have to do for your, your, your home, to manage your home, to manage your job. And I certainly appreciate that. But with this, I do think it's important for you to grab a notebook, grab a pen, jot some things down. Think about what I said. If you have any questions for me, certainly you can always leave that at the end of the podcast is a way for you to do that um, on Spotify for podcasters. Um, and again, I'm no clinician. I just live day through day. And I'm constantly working towards being a better me. It's not a, a passive activity for me. It is something that I, I actively engage in seven days a week. And um, I hope that I've said at least one thing that's resonated with you, I really do. I really do. Remember that the price of free is free, but your value is invaluable. Do not fold. Do not revert. 
stand firm, stand strong. Because you've got this. So, now that we can check the red flags off of our rainbow, the next color, the next episode, will be all about orange. So we'll talk about that next time. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. I am, as always, Fire Peace and love.